0: everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascary. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. You know, I knew you were going to say that. I, could, I saw it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> your divination skills are so strong. I, uh, they are. And actually, considering last week things about uh, d and I'm like, yes, my made my saving role. No, okay, we're not talking about that one anymore. But this week we are going to talk about using some uh, some other tools for stimulating creativity and and helping us uh do some world building and things like that, right? Yeah, I'm really excited about this. You know, I think I think one
1: thing about the last the, this episode and last week's episode is this idea of expanding our box right (laughs) like we very Mm -hmm. much get into this groove of like writing is this and this is my writing time and everything else it does not impact our writing and it does and but there's also Mm -hmm. tons of ways that are non-writing tools that help us learn how to use our imaginations and be innovative and develop characters and world and understand human psychology and i think that's what we're going to talk about today with tarot Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not what you'd think oh tarot Uh
0: Oh, tarot. Who could have guessed that? <laughs> well, anyone who read the episode description, I think, probably <laughs> would have figured that one out. But uh, yes, yes. Well, that's. It's, we'll stick with the fiction here. That yes, but uh, yeah, it's a surprising tool. I think not what you you expect people to use because you think of tarot as like, oh my goodness, you know, smoke filled rooms and creepiness and the occult and stuff like that. But not at all, right? Not at
1: all. I like I read tarot. I've been reading tarot for a number of years. And I've always wanted to use it more in my writing. And I couldn't find any good resources. And I was like, I don't understand why it makes so much sense. So I just started doing it on my own a few years ago, and I've Mm -hmm. loved it. And it's been really helpful for me. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about how I use it.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. And and it's not just to kind of put a little uh, uh, disclaimer here. Yeah, because some this can be a little divisive. You know, some people might think that it means things that it doesn't or that whether you whatever you you bring to it, whatever you feel about it, um we're just talking about how you'd use it for writing and you can take from it what you bring to it and go from there, right? Exactly. Like I, I- I think of
1: tarot as less of a fortune telling, what you see on TV is like you draw a card and then it's Mm going to predict your death or something like that. Like that Mm -hmm. is just so BS. And like to me, tarot is about a mirror. It's about a reflection. It like the tarot Mm -hmm. gives you guidance. It gives you insights. It gives you prompts. And there's, again, that element of randomness and chance in terms of drawing cards that allow you to put pieces together to create stories or to create um, characters. And that's what we're talking
0: about, really. Yeah. Tell us how to do that. Because I I love to find different ways. You know, you got to mix it up. Yeah. Well, so I think first, like... A tarot deck is,
1: like, a lot of people haven't even seen a tarot deck, or they've only seen tarot in film or TV Mm -hmm. or read about it, but they haven't actually owned a tarot deck. And I would say tarot decks are super Mm -hmm. easy to to acquire. You can get one less than $20 on Amazon if that's what your thing is. That's your store. But they're nothing more than really a a set of playing cards, like an expanded deck of playing cards. Mm -hmm. So there's the Major Arcana, which is, I think, the first big section that writers can leverage because there's 21 cards, uh, and the first card, which is technically the zero card is the fool. And that is the hero. And those 21 cards are essentially a hero's journey. So it's like primed and ready with archetypes and sort of the, if you're familiar with Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey, or you've used that for writing and plotting, this is going to like very easily translate into that framework that you already know.
0: Yeah, they're all about, they're all about, yeah, it's archetypes, big parts of life that you can translate that into your fiction.
1: Yeah, so like I've used it to uh, identify characters or identify different types of personas or archetypes that will come into the story at the very beginning of the brainstorming process. But you can also use it to help problem solve or identify like what kind of obstacle are they going to run into? Mm -hmm. And then you have, so that's the major arcana. And then you have the minor arcana, which is like, Essentially a playing card deck, right? It's like it's actually yeah. fifty-six cards instead of fifty-two because there's an extra set of court cards. There's the page, uh, the knight, the king and the queen instead of just the jack king and queen. But everything else is gonna look really familiar to you because you have four suits and the suits uh are very similar to what you would see in a poker like a playing deck card. And you have like pip cards, which is are your aces through your tens. So like each card has a meaning attached to it. And so as you draw cards, like that's going to give you uh, an interpretation, a meaning, a message. And the storytelling comes in the actual spread or what you lay out um, and how the cards start connecting to each other. So it's not Mm -hmm. just the one card that I turn over. It's not just me turning over a hermit card or a lover's card, but it's like, what surrounds that card that actually like in order to interpret it, you have to tell a story. You're essentially telling a story or creating a story with all of those elements.
0: And I know for me, sometimes I'll get stuck. Cause I was like, I know I, I want some kind of event to happen here. I know I want something to happen, but I can't think of anything. And this sounds like a really great resource to go through because it's got these little, little chunks of life in them. Little, little things that happen in your life. Think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time coming up with a proper word to describe what they are, but there's little, not even situations, sometimes they're situations, but just elements that you can yeah. use. They're like story blocks. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, like, for example, I like to think of them as energies because there's some that are, like, mm-hmm. th- they're different, like, characteristics, traits, like uh personalities that could create conflict or you may like get a card and like oh well this really usually means greed or um you know uh, a fear of you know scarcity mindset or limited resources right so like that's the prompt mm-hmm. and i can go okay well what situation would my character be in where this was their emotional state or where this mm-hmm. was something that was was creating the conflict between them and their best friend, right? So it's not going to tell you these exact prescriptive answers of like, this character should do this on page 22. But it's going to give you, it's just going to prompt new uh, ideas and new options in the same way that, you know, we talked last week about that collaborative storytelling. Well, like you don't always have that when you're a novelist because you're writing by yourself. So this gives you Mm -hmm. something to sort of bounce ideas off of because you're adding in that sort of random randomness and the outside influence is giving you
0: uh yeah prompts yeah so it's a, it's just a little stimulant a little, a little kick in the pants mentally and that's so important when you're writing especially when you get to a point where you're like it all sucks i hate it all i can't think of anything new um i know i know personally i always struggle with coming up with things out of thin air i just i can't do it and so i have to pull from something which is allowed and this mm-hmm. is a really great resource. There's just, you know, uh, how many cards are in it? I set 20. There's, there's 70, 78 total. 78, thank yeah. you. I knew you'd know the number, and I was trying to do math, and <laughs> I told you I have computers for that. Um, yeah, so here, here's 78 little vibes, energies. Oh, but you can also reverse them, so there's mm-hmm. twice that. Yep. Uh, yeah, all these great little things that you can use to. to so maybe you do a reading for a character uh, at at the beginning or when you're stuck, or maybe you do, uh, I don't know, what else? You tell me. I don't know. Why am I saying this? You're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) That is
1: right. No, like, I definitely use it at the beginning for um, just, like, character development and also generating ideas. If I know I have, like, a theme or a question or a type of story I want to tell, but I have no idea where it's going to go, like, that's a great time to throw out cards. And, you know, it's like, I don't have to be I don't have to follow the cards exactly as they come out, but the idea is like, mm-hmm. oh, these six things came out and three of these are really interesting. So let's keep these and like, let's see what other cards come up. And it just gives me mm-hmm. the safe space to play and try a bunch yeah. of different scenarios before I find something that I really like. Um, yeah, and I think you can use it if you're getting into a plot or a situation where you're like, I don't know what my character should do next, or I don't know... Like, I, like, I've done it with like a writer's block where I'm just like, oh, I can't figure yeah. out why this story isn't working. I've actually used cards for that. Um, and sometimes they'll reveal just like insights like, well, because you don't like your character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, because you made this wrong turn and you should go back to the thing that you liked. Uh, like, so they're, they're general kind of approaches or, or themes, but it is good for helping you, again, get distance and perspective in the, the situation and just try new things in a
0: safe space. Very cool. Now, are there particular spreads that you find more useful in different times? Um,
1: There are. So I actually have this cool new resource. It is called the Spread Machine. And it allows me what? to create spreads. There's, uh, I don't know, I think there might be 70 or 80 cards in that deck. And then it had expansions for like, specifically the Hero's Journey and Quest, <laughs> which I also bought. Wow! And so this is really fun because it gives you like general themes or questions that you can lay out depending on what kind of story or what kind of um, spread or information you want to gather. And then you can use the tarot cards and as they, you know, as you draw the tarot cards, place them on those different things and get different stories and narratives. So that's been a lot of fun because I find that some of the traditional spreads, like the Celtic cross and and other things, like they they're helpful to an extent, but I find them very limiting. And so I often would create my own spreads or not use a spread at all and just draw cards at random. Um, mm-hmm. So this spread machine, though, is like changing my life. <laughs> it's like leveled nice. up my game. It's so much fun uh, to use, and it's like the questions are there, and there's so many different
0: questions that you can draw from. Oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah, I might have to try that. And as far as cards go, right? There's different like the the uh, rider weight, right? Right? Is that it? Yep. That's kind of the 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 main one that people think of, but there are tons of different kinds of cards. You can get whatever you like, whatever makes you happy, right? That's absolutely true. Although I will say, uh, if
1: you're just starting out, getting one that's closely based to the the rider weight deck is going to be helpful because the imagery. Mm. is is aligned to the meanings and when you're trying to learn the meanings and interpret them like that those that image is going to help you like it's going to help you it's going to be easier like I've seen some that are very abstract or very minimalist and I'm like they're they're great but like you're not going to learn you're not going to remember like what does this circle and square mean
0: (laughs) and it it might also just another way to help stimulate your creativity exactly you might see something in the image that you know you you read the the interpretation and it's not in there but you see it so it's there Yep. and i get that's another question what are some good uh resources because you know you pull a thing you're like great that there is a five of swords what does that mean i mean i can see a picture but what does that mean what are some resources that are good for interpretations for helping you translate the cards and what their meanings are
1: so i always start with the individual guidebook that came with the deck of cards so every deck of cards comes every tarot deck comes with it with its mm-hmm. guidebook um if you get into oracle decks those are a little bit different but if you're looking at a tarot deck it's going to come with its own guidebook and i always start there especially with like newer versions or more modern versions because that mm-hmm. artist and the the illustrator who did those has very in- specific intentions and their own spin or interpretation on uh, the card. So, for example, I have two decks. I have a true black deck, which is what it sounds like. It's very dark. It's a black and gold designed deck, and it's very Ooh. abstract. It's gorgeous. Um, and then I have the Light Seers Tarot deck, which is again what it sounds like. It's very like woo woo light. All things are good. Even even the death card is good. <laughs> like yeah, uh, kind of approach to it. So like the designs for the same cards are very different, and their interpretations in the guidebook are different. So I would say start there first. And then um, I think it's Mary Greer. Like her resources are really great. And she has a um, a tarot guidebook that not only has cheat sheets in it um, that you can photocopy or bookmark and very quickly see, like, what do all the aces mean? Like she works through like those kinds of things. Oh, nice. But she also has like full two page descriptions of like here's all of the different interpretations that I've seen on this particular card. And oh, wow. she has like, if these cards are coming up with this card, this is like where there's conflict or this is where it's emphasizing the card. So like, that's a really great tool that I always direct like new folks to do to use. Cool.
0: And we'll put the actual yeah like title and things in the, in the show notes. When we have time to actually look it up and remember we Mm -hmm. have everything. I I actually like to look at uh, BiddyTarot.com. Yes. B-I-D-D-Y. She does a nice job. It's great. I have the journal that that she has, like a
1: planner that you can do a card reading a day and then jot down uh,
0: what card you drew. Oh, nice. And then also a really good way of learning it, Mm -hmm. too. Yes. Practice.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's the other thing I would say, like, I think people are intimidated by it. And it's like one of those things nobody ever talks about. So and you feel like, oh, it's kind of like, is it secret? Is it evil? Is this wicked? Is this like, what am I getting into? And once you get into it, you realize like, well, you know, it's, it's just another tool. Yeah. But you also start to realize that it's, like, just practice. And, like, I mm-hmm. I have a lot of things memorized, but that's because I've been doing it for many, many years. And I still go back and read guidebooks, especially when I'm doing it mm-hmm. for writing. Because, again, like, there may be something that I have associated with a card, and I've forgotten about these other three sort of obscure,
0: <laughs> like, interpretations.
1: Yeah. So when I go back and I look, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I should use that. And that will spark something for a character.
0: And, you know, again, they're not – it's not the devil – it's not evil. It's, they're just freaking cards. They're just cards with pictures on them, guys. You know, they're not going to hurt you. They're really, at the end of the day, they're just cards with pictures on them. And what you bring to them, whatever you like. If you find a more spiritual aspect to it, fantastic. If you just think they're, if you're just like, hey, pretty pictures that give me ideas, Fantastic. But don't be afraid nothing's gonna hurt you in this. <laughs> yes
1: it's not there's nothing i mean they are so neutral it's it, it's it's a little like i understand where it comes from but i'm also like yeah. if that is really like what's keeping you there are other again like there are oracle cards um the spread machine cards are not tarot cards they are prompts right so you could use that mm-hmm. in and of itself without using tarot cards um and i've even seen some cards like we talked about DD, i've seen some cards that were designed to build characters um for D &D games so like there's a lot of cool resources out there that you can get and the idea of it being a card where you can shuffle and add in some randomness and chance like just allows for that you know spontaneous impromptu storytelling to happen exactly
0: you know but if you find some insight in your life too sweet yeah it's all good (laughs) excellent well, now I, I really want to go do, because I'm like, I seriously at a point where I, I want to layer in something else with this character. And I'm like, I'm going to do a tarot reading for her. And I think that'll be really fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go do that.
1: Yeah, you definitely. Let us know how it, how it goes. We'll definitely post those resources. I'll post some of the links to the decks that I uh, like, including the Oracle decks, in case you just want to use archetype cards or something
0: else. Well, I think for that, we'll just uh, wrap up and remind everyone that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye. Bye.